go. And I see it. Here we go. Yeah. We're still working. Fun. We're working out things. To, and the first thing they see on, can I just say it? On Twitch. Ooh. I said it. It's there now. I said it. Is my eyeballs looking at your screen wondering why you can't hear us? But uh, that's a weird intro, right? If you don't know what I'm talking about. But this is a podcast first and foremost. Uh, the title of it is Weekly Games Chat. And you have found your place home to all of our, you know, long time first times. What's up? Thank you for, you know, listening again to our noobs, our newbies, brand new peeps. Welcome. Thank you so much. This is a podcast about video games and we are nerds and we embrace it. My name is Sean. Uh, yeah. Hi, I, Sean. I, John, John moved for a while. He was frozen on my screen and his, you gotta just, you gotta understand when I see John on camera on recording day. <laughs> yeah. So John <laughs> is, uh, he's another host of this show. Uh, I have referred to him sometimes as the better half, but that was many years ago. Not really just a couple episodes. Uh, but yeah, he's definitely, he's, he's one, uh, another part of what makes us, us, John, what's up? Say hello to the peeps. Ladies and gentlemen, it's a pleasure to be with you today. Sean, Chris, likewise. Good to see you. And you notice John mentioned Chris and that's right. Um, he, he's the only person I know that will ever have the title of, of that's funny. Cause in John's picture right now, I saw you turn him up, Chris. Hilarious. Uh, Chris is the greatest ghost of all time. Chris rocking the cool hat today what's up chris what up guys is the hat basically a staple at uh, this point? i mean it's more of a comfort thing than anything right it's just that yeah this thing on top of my head all day is sometimes uh you know because sean will talk and i'll i use this actually for work too when i have meetings like you know uh video meeting so you it, it pretty much it, it pretty much stays on my head all day and in some point during the day i usually have to put a hat on because it's just more comfortable to me that makes a lot of sense yeah um so yeah we we ha- we're we're real life friends back to the noobs we hang out when we can we used to go to lunch and that was before this this really mean chick named rona showed up <laughs> <laughs> ruined everything she ruined uh, it <laughs> hashtag mask up you know what i'm saying uh breaking news before we logged on i want to start off with this if i can um thoughts and prayers to tiger woods yeah um yeah. i don't know the deets that happened and everybody chris was the one who broke the news to me uh he rolled his suv and there's pictures now and it looks like it was like off of a cliff or something it's crazy yeah chris mentioned what correct me right chris you said the jaws of life came in yeah, had to get him out of the car. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they said he's having surgery on his legs right now. Yeah. Um, I don't think they said it was life-threatening at this point. That's why I think I last saw Yeah. It. Yeah. But of course, anything can change at any moment. So, you know. Thoughts, yeah, and, thoughts prayers. and prayers out. Didn't the last... I would, didn't the last controversy like a decade ago begin with a car accident of some sort? He was found asleep at the wheel uh, uh, because he had been taking pain medication for his back. Yeah. No, I think John's talking about when he got caught cheating and the golf club went to the right. back of his car. That one. Oh, yeah, there was that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> a little di- yeah, a little different. Regardless, these are all obviously separate things. We don't want to jump to conclusions. Um, we'll just 
I hope everything's all right. You know, it, yeah. hopefully it was just a just a regular accident, nothing felonious involved. Is that a word? I just said it. John did not. He did not. It's it's a word. It passes. He's making faces. He's like, is it? Is it? Did it? Does it? Do it? Maybe erroneous uh, is what you were looking for. No, f- like a felony, felonious. Felonious. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Survey says. <laughs> Please write in your um, thoughts and uh, thoughts on Sean's, uh, you know, dictionary. It, <laughs> That's it expanding works, every guys, episode. Listen, to if weekly it's not chat. a word, make it a word. People will know what you're talking about. What is it? Uh, uh, oh, no. all words made up. And we're back. So welcome back. Uh, yeah. So sometimes even when we're not doing special things, things special happen. Thing? Yeah, like, you know, extracurricular things. Uh, We were talking about the word felonious, and then things broke down. Somebody just put illegal. That works, too. There you you know, (laughs) That that, that word is a solid word. It works. So thank you for that, uh, for sure. I got to point out, he stays even as far as his panic mode, right? IT Chris, he really does. I'm going ballistic on him, asking questions. He's like, calm down. He, you know, leaves if he needs to. He's looking at things. And I just which, cry on the inside, which it made it. It was funny because before the show, I, we, were, we were trying to test the mics and mine wasn't working. Long story short, I was thinking it was cables, everything in the world, but a button that's on my board that says phantom power. For you, those that don't know that, that button makes the microphone work. I was going nuts trying to figure this out. Um, Chris, Chris, you know, stayed, stayed cool just now trying to fix it. You can tell that Sean does not work in IT because he freaks out going to like the high level, which like the opposite of what IT does. IT, like you start simple and look for everything that could yeah. commonly happen and you escalate up, you know? Well, I make the joke about all my <laughs> friends when we have tech problems. I'm like, because when you call in to like the internet provider mm-hmm. or, you know, the first thing they say, did you reset the router? So me being a smart, a every time somebody has like computer problems or whatever, I'm like, did you reset the router? It's a joke. But that, that to me is make sure you do the basic stuff mm-hmm. completely. Di- Cause the, the, the mixer stays on the right here. It doesn't move. How did it get unbuttoned pushed? Like, so they don't see me, but before the show, I'm running out in my uh, my trailer with all my DJ equipment in it. I've got a thousand XLR cables, obviously. Well, boys, to open the trailer, I have to get a key to unlock the locks that are on it, right? Step one. Step two, it's got one of those doors that have the handle that you kind of push in and then pull out. And it kind of goes, whoop, almost like a barn door-ish thing. I never pull Push out. in, boop. I don't either. Only on this thing. And then the big door kind of folds down, right? I forgot it's not attached to my car. <laughs> this is important. Okay. It's on three pieces of wood, so I don't have to like lift it up every time to put it on the car or whatever. So I'm like, it starts wobbling and I'm like, oh my God, please don't fall. Please don't fall. I get the door open. I've got like a Nemo fan over here that has minimal strength. This door will like snap if it needs, it's got the, it's got a coil on it and it, you know, it's one of these. 
I'm reaching in. Good hand stays on door. Nemo Finn goes in for bag, right? I get the bag and I'm like, here we go. Let's pull it back slowly. Let's not die. Cause that's all I need is for me to not show up. Y'all call the, you know, the cops, they show up my feet with my Adidas sandals or hanging out the back of a trailer. Hilarious picture. Not funny in real life. The bag gets caught on something. I can't get it out. The trailer starts wiggling more. I'm already furious because I feel like I'm waiting y'all, you know, making you guys wait. There was like something sticking out of a side pocket that got caught to a bag. And then that bag got caught onto a, a cart that I have in there. How does this happen? All I wanted was a wire. Fast forward, I'm plugging the wire in. Nothing still didn't work after all that. So, and it's funny because John and Chris, they're just watching me. John, he, he finds humor in it. John, what did you ask me a minute ago? You thought it was part of my shtick? I just think when you're, I think, I thought it was just fake panic. It was, no, it was, I get really irritated. And the, this is the basis of the irritation. In my mind, before. <laughs> yep. He's first for you too, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. You're back. <laughs> Welcome back, Sean. Oh, that was a my... nice break. When did I stop talking? I'm not 100% uh, sure. It's fine. You know what? Pivot. We, it, yeah. <laughs> Pivot. Pivot. Uh, uh, John, you, you had some news that, that kind of broke right before we recorded and it has to do with video games. Did you want to give a shout out to what that is? Well, we got uh, this, this broke about 20 minutes ago, uh, at least on IGN. What does that stand for anyway? I don't think anybody knows. Yes. International gamering network. Yeah. So a state of play is, (laughs) so a state of play is actually supposed to be airing uh, this Thursday. So by next week's uh, episode, we'll be talking about everything that was announced. But it uh, is, I believe, 2 Pacific time, 5 Eastern time. They say how long? On Thursday. Pardon? They say how uh, long it was going to be? Um, oh. 30 about, minutes, about maybe. Yay big with some girth? No? 30 minutes. Okay, yeah, that's wrong. About, that, that's about average. Maybe, about uh, average. <laughs> maybe so, some uh, ratching clank. Well, we I mean we can we can hope to see more of that, but they're talking they're gonna be talking about upping <laughs> upcoming PS4 and PS5 titles. Mm, so hopefully fair. a little bit nice. of a uh, little bit of hope maybe a little bit of horizon, that'd be nice. And maybe a little bit say, of uh, just dance twenty twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> then they'll say God of War delayed twenty twenty two. I wonder if you're uh and I, I may have missed this, so this may sound stupid when I say it if it was an exclusive. Is your DC Supergirl game going to come over to PS5? Um, or, or is it a Nintendo exclusive? That's going to put you in a quandary. There's no way that is a Nintendo exclusive, yeah. right? What if it's PC, huh? Oh, <laughs> oh, it's definitely going to be on away, Steam. Taking, taking selfies with yeah. Batgirl. It's going to be great. I can't <laughs> wait to launch your Twitch, your personal Twitch channel where all you do is oh, play man, that it's game. Gonna be, it's going to be DC uh. Superhero Girls all day on Twitch. But, um, yeah, so that's, you know, somebody had, I don't remember who said this, but, uh, somebody had a thought that if Ragnarok came out in 2021, yeah, and it would actually be because it's more in line with a Miles Morales type, type game. Like it's a smaller, 
Hmm. It, it's it's more of an expansion as opposed to a sequel. But that would like be the Thor Ragnarok's already come out, dude. It's one of the best Thor's in the, in that you can watch. Yeah, but uh, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, Sean, you're stupid. But Sean, Dumb. talking about God of War. Ragnarok. Oh, oh, yeah. that's a that's gonna be a little game, huh? You never Some know. We might get that. Thor Ragnarok too. Well, That'd I be great. Hope, I just hope the I just hope the fast travel system was is better. Mm. Oh my god, I've lost <laughs> my phone. Where did my phone go? Let me call you. No, it's it. There it is. It's right there where I put it. It's fine. It's fine. There you go, panicking again. Uh, <laughs> listen, I'm being a panicking Andy right now for no reason. Chris, um, of course, there it is. Selfie alert. Let's go. Listen, you bring us every week. You know new show stuff that we're watching. And recently you've been watching WandaVision. Sure. Uh, of course we don't, we're not able to converse with you about it, but mm-hmm. you had mentioned it was a slow burn for those maybe that haven't watched it, but you had indicated also that it started picking up. Where are you at now? Is it, this was probably is it, is, is it, the most classic like instance this season of a, uh, we're holding and setting up our end game for the, uh, for the Why season. did you say in game? How did you yeah. say in game? Are we talking about like Marvel? <laughs> like, what are we? I mean, in the sense happened? of like, we've got two episodes left. Right. I, I be, I can't say, but I would almost be willing to bet what next week's episode will be. Like, I just have a feeling. Like, put it this way: I think you're gonna get a very similar episode next week that you got to the fourth episode earlier this season, but in for a different set of uh, circumstances going on at this point. But yeah, it was kind of like for the most part, I mean like literally there's like a scene in this where characters are deliberately being delayed uh, in a comical overstatement, right? Like of how they're doing it. And uh, yeah, that's what it feels like. Like we're, we're not ready to show the final where we're going until pretty much the end of this episode. But, you know, it, it's clear that they're getting ready to wrap it up. Uh, so, you know, I never wrap it up. John, <laughs> you you told me to kind of wait till it was all done and just watch it at once. Do you still stand by that? If Pretty you much? are, if you want to watch it. Yeah, I, I still stand by that. But I found this episode was the point where I said, you know what, whatever they're doing, I, I just don't care. <laughs> I just mm. don't. Um. Oh, but but that's not to say that the ending won't completely wow me and blow me away. I'm, I mean, it, it's like one of those things where you've watched all the episodes, you might as well keep going. Mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. still, still watching it. I'm still, you know, it's it's not a horrible experience. But I, but last week I was just like, well, I'm not sure why I should care about this, but maybe they'll tell me someday. <laughs> there was someday. one big. There was one big Q thing in. for this week as far as yeah. Not not the end cool. twist, but the other thing that happened during the episode where I'm like, not the end that, twist, but the other thing, the the other character development from the episode. Uh, yeah, that would I'd say probably be something that could have a big impact for the greater MCU if they're going in the realm of the comics. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. So we'll we'll see indeed. Uh, I, I haven't watched anything. To be honest, uh, I've kind of been, I guess, playing our topic a lot and mm-hmm. I had some DJ stuff and, you know, but the wife, she's watching Emily in Paris. <laughs> uh, 
Top I gotta notch. say that's kind of, kind of like a kind of a little, little raunchy little show. Oh, in a way, it's over on Netflix. You've you've heard it or seen about it? Yeah, I'm um, yeah, yeah. I don't have any thought on that. <laughs> but uh, John, do you did did you, did you watch it, Chris? No, I okay. could tell you okay. what else. What also I'm watching, unless John has something oh, on Emily yeah. in Paris. No, uh, I've no. I've decided to finally continue my uh my love of Pedro Pascal. And finally, got, oh, yeah. yeah, got around to Narcos. I'm about halfway yeah. through the first season of that, and yeah, I feel I feel bad. Like this is the part of hate about Netflix is that there, there's so much that they put out, right? They put it's, out. It, it's sometimes easy to just go like, oh, I'll get around to this, and when you, and it's like there's a number of things that I would call B quality. Like the reason they're on Netflix is maybe they. HBO wasn't willing to ante up or in the case of movies, you know, Warner brothers or someone passed, like that was kind of the big thing for a lot of stuff outside of like when Martin Scorsese or whoever wants to make something. But, um, yeah, watching that show, I I felt so far, like I was like, man, I've been missing out. This is just really, really yeah. good. It's funny. Cause I get a lot of, um, slack for stuff you tell me that's good and yeah. it'll it it'll be a minute before i watch it and then i'm known for going dude this is great and you're like yeah yeah i was slow to this uh, um, you were slow to it i watched it almost immediately and i digested I, I found it on the heels of watching a pablo escobar documentary on netflix and then the, you know with the algorithms it's like hey you might like this uh, and then I ended up watching Narcos Mexico. I watched all of the stuff. It's good. And yeah, uh, that's where when when I found out who the Mandalorian was, that's where I had seen him from. I know he was casted for The Last of Us. Um, and they tried to say he was Game of Thrones star. Pedro. No, no. Yeah. Uh, that's not a fair assessment of Pedro Pascal in Game of Thrones. He was he was there for like a minute and then that was it. So Tiss is what Tiss is. I guess. Yeah. Uh, how are we looking on actual recording time for this intro segment? 22 minutes. 22. And, and how much do you think it's going to be cut due to just robotics? Like maybe 45 <laughs> seconds. I don't know. All right. Well, speaking of robotics, let's go ahead and remind everybody that Daft Punk is no more. And me and Chris are devastated. Yeah. Uh, and maybe we did that on purpose to show our, our appreciation for robot rock. I blame you know? it. Uh, on friend of the show, Josh, because there's a running joke that whenever he goes to sleep during the daytime, yeah. bad things happen. And he was asleep yes. when that came out. Oh my <laughs> God. He really does sleep and the worst things happen. And it's, it's nothing we can do, but yeah, I mean, it, I was sad. You yeah, know, I was too. I don't like that. They're saying they split up though, Chris. Yeah. That I, we could, they've been, weird. look, they've been together forever. Uh, and honestly, it's been a partnership between them that I think they did the one thing they really wanted to do. Their their big dream was to make a record of samples that were all live recorded and that you couldn't tell where it was just a live performance versus when it was actually a sample of that live performance being looped in right. some way, right? Like their last album. And they, they accomplished that. They did it. And it was perfect. They won a Grammy, which I don't think anyone ever expected that to to happen for freaking Daft Punk, like a mainline. I think they won six. Yeah, six they, I mean, they won album of the year. Like that is just mind blowing to me. 
that on the Grammy stage, I got to watch people refer to robots receiving an award. <laughs> so, you yeah, know, be, uh, EDM music usually doesn't get the nod for album of the year. Yeah. And they're kind of classified into that genre. It's even though the last music was a lot of live ish sounds. Yeah. You know, they, they've provided me with a more than enough great tracks that, you know, there'll always be a band where if I'm at a party or whatever, or like if you were DJing and I'd be like, man, I want to feel fun right now. I'd go up to you and I'd say, play a Daft Punk track. I don't care which one because they're all fun to me. They are really, really good. See, John, a sample is. <laughs> That's fun. I'm just all, I'm just all not to get lucky. <laughs> hey. Ooh. 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 I think that's a great time to go to the topic. What do you think, Chris? I think so. So I'll, I'll pause the recording. Sean, you got to talk when I point to you, buddy. I I needed to keep dancing because I actually finally heard a little bit of it. It wasn't as clear as it was, you know, like last week, IT Chris. Maybe the boys, we can put a work order in to get that tightened up. But uh, yeah, this is the part of the show that we call topic time. And the reason we call it that is because this is the meat of the show. This is what we're going to talk about. Usually it's a video game. Sometimes it's a, an event. This week, however, it is a game, and my boy Chris is going to go on the top of it. You're about to see some cool hand arm thing going on if you're watching. If not, just visualize it. It's great. Chris. It's, it's kind of like now you get a mixed thing. Either you come watch it live, and you don't get the audio effect, but you get my animations, or else you hear the actual audio episode, and then you get a nice reverb effect that sounds very powerful. So, Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. the uh, you, buddy. The topic is Valheim. <laughs> yeah. And then now my neighbors again are like, what just happened? It's fine. It's fine. You know, they do. They, we, when we used to go over there, they cook dinner they maybe smoke things. I don't know, but they're, <laughs> they'll be fine. Trust me. Uh, yeah. Like it, he said, the topic is Valheim. And I think we have some, um, we have some 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 fans of the show, some listeners, some people who hang out in Discord. They are smart. There was a clip they posted of my name and your name and the game Valheim underneath us. Mm-hmm. So they knew what was happening, and I think they saw that more than once. <laughs> <laughs> and um, hey, it's 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 kind of cool, you know. But one day, see, we can now do this and do curveballs at them. They think we're going to talk about a game, and then we come out and talk about like the new thumb grips for the PS5 controller <laughs> as a topic. And they're like, what? "I'm just going to go buy random Steam games every week and like turn them on, but never play them." Like as exactly. I watch Narcos or whatever. But um, yeah, John mentioned that he he noticed that I was saying Valheim kind of like Valhalla. Should I continue to do that, John? It's yeah, it's it's more laid back, right? Yeah. Valheim. 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 <laughs> Valheim. <laughs> <laughs> right but it's it's been great uh chris and and myself john for some reason did not want to play this game with us i can't figure it out it's one of the funnest games we've had uh played together <laughs> yeah it's definitely a but game yeah. uh i think you could play alone for the most part right but 
Yeah. It's a fun one to share with friends as well. It most it most certainly is. And if you if you guys remember Chris's uh Metal Gear Solid story and the way he reviewed that game, that's gonna be a lot like how we talk about Valheim. Yeah. Uh it is it is it's kind of in the gaming world, uh in the world of Twitch and YouTube, it's kind of what they refer to as the current meta. Before this, there was Fall Guys. At one point there was Among Us. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of games that that you know, if you if you happen to watch YouTube or Twitch, uh, these were the kinds of games that everybody's playing. Yeah. We we have a friend who kind of Chris had already purchased the game. He had already kind of started playing. And you guys know friend of the show, um, Ryan Leaf, who is no longer Ryan Leaf, Mike. He kind of was like, Hey, let's play it together. One night, what was it? If today, if we record I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday. A Wednesday night. So yeah. yeah, the day the podcast released from last week. Um uh, we all pushed the button. We did it. And well, next thing you know, we're all in a world. In a world. In a world. And, in a world. Right. and uh, I got to say, looking back on that day, we didn't know what the we were doing. <laughs> no. Well, yeah. I you think, know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, I kind of, I mean, I feel like, yeah, to some degree, it was a little bit of running around with the chicken cut off. But then it was like, oh, okay. I see what you are. But then once we thought we knew what it was, then it went to a different level where it was like, oh, no, no, no. There's even more cool stuff going on in this game, right? Yeah. So when we describe the game or when, when we were trying to, I don't know how you describe it to people, Chris, but it's got, it's, got a, it's got a Minecraft element because there's a lot of building and collecting sure. of materials. Uh, what else do you think kind of would, if you said this plus this equals Valheim? Um, it's kind of tough, right? Because I think you can't. To me, what do you think? It, it's like someone has been watching all these games the last couple of years, this survivalist games, right? Like your Rust, your, um, I mean, Minecraft to a lesser extent. Uh, yeah. Things like the Raft, the Forest, where, you know, they all have their pluses and minuses. They're also very unforgiving games uh which is a turnoff for a number of people and i feel like this is someone coming in looking at what those games do right making a game that isn't very demanding so a lot of people can easily play it kind of like how minecraft got big like anyone can run minecraft when it started right uh even a nintendo switch right (laughs) (laughs) and then on top of that you know, taking the harshness of something like a rust where, you know, you can get on there and just be thinking, Oh, I'm by myself. I'm building my shack. Look at me. I'm, I'm making my way in the world. And all of a sudden you hear people outside your door and you're like, what are you doing in there, boy? And you don't know what to do. And you're panicking. <laughs> they're you're like, like playing. Did they bring the banjo? You? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> rust but, uh, is devastating. Yeah. yeah. And, and then the next thing you know, you've lost everything and they've raided you, right? But there's not really yeah. this in that game. Like, instead, it's more of cooperation and let PvP if you want it. Like, literally, to you can turn it on and off a split second. Like, someone could be, I could be killing Sean and Sean be like, nope, turn PvP off and he'll be fine. Yeah. I um, like that toggle option. Yeah. You know, John, it, it almost is like a little bit of Minecraft Dungeons at times too, and I know how much you like that game. Um, they do. There is, you know, potential to go literally into a dungeon, not as, 
you know, Minecraft dungeony, but it's there. Yeah, it doesn't look uh, pixely. <laughs> uh it, well that's the thing from a from a visual standpoint uh it is like chris said it's not meant to be a uh you know a graphics card hog it's it's it can there are times though right where there's some yeah. pretty beautiful things that happen so you can, can look at if, right now. if you're turning up the settings all the way especially the view distance with the bright lighting it can look breathtaking like despite the fact that the textures up close are Definitely, like I told Sean, like the first day, my character reminded me of classic WoW. Uh, yeah, the way my the character, character model looked. You yeah, know? um, yeah. Oh. But, but now, but now, Chris, your guy, you have some armor on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe you're fitted with bronze. Is that right, right now, or, or copper? I've got a bronze so, outfit with a uh, wolf cape at the point at this. Yes. Point. So his his wrist and chest and legs, it's got these bronze tones in them. And they have like this sheen, this this glint to them that like if someone really had that on would have. Yeah. He looks, dare I say, B.A. Yeah. But then like uh, you see our buddy Mike and you just see where it's going and you're like, oh. Yeah. Uh, it gets even more B.A. Uh, as you. So, yeah. You, you start you start off and you have very minimal, you know, kind of beginner in, introductory materials and 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 stuff. We quickly bypassed that. Um, so we played with four guys, myself, Chris, friend of the show, Josh, who remember he's our res was our resident wow expert and Ryan Leaf, AKA Mike. And we decided we, uh, John, uh, Josh and Chris went off and stayed pretty smart. Mike and I ran to a place that was instantly more dangerous. I feel like don't the, know why, don't the know why the, we did that. The theme of our <laughs> server is there are two guys that, kind of take it slow play it safe like i have maybe died three or four times in the week here we've played uh most of them i would say at least one of them directly because that was when i decided to go hang out with mike and uh and sean but uh for the most part like that we would me and josh were kind of doing the resource hall gather things slowly progress up and we'll get to combat like when we feel like we've got ourselves equipped whereas Mike and Sean were the ones who were kind of in like Skyrim mode, like, Ooh, there's a cave. Ooh, there's this. And then the next thing you know, like I hear I'm I dead. died, I died. I need to get back. I need to get my stuff. <laughs> and that that's the cool thing. When you die there, there is, there is a, a penalty to your abilities. Yeah. So uh, if you want to die, die early. So, cause your abilities aren't all the way up yet anyway. Right. Yeah. Um, but everything on you kind of stays there. And if you can make it back to your stuff, you get it all back, which is great. And it's a good thing because most people, I think right now, because there's very few, like there's not like the most players I believe you can have in the game on any running, whether you're running a dedicated server or you're just running off of one of your friend's PCs like we are. um, The most you can have in there is 10. So the prospect of someone coming by and raiding your loot is very minimal like i don't think yeah. none of us are gonna raid one another stuff obviously so it's like no nah, if anything cool. we'll you know usually if one of us drops if we can we'll try to find a way sometimes the very comic adventure uh in the case of last night uh to get gear back for people um last night we 
we had a little bit of an adventure. Um, Let, so, let me, I'm going to say one thing. Yeah. So, so the night before Chris, you, me and Josh, you, Josh and I, we decided we were going to go fight the second boss. Yes. Right. And, and you guys are going away. There's bosses. I, Chris, there's what? Five bosses in the game. Five, big five world. Bosses. Yeah. I think there's five. That's kind of like what you're for the most part, like there is an end game. And I think we kind of stumbled onto that last night, but for the most part, you're looking at five bosses, but there's a lot of activity you have to do to get to, to those get bosses. To yeah. Yeah. So, so let me, the two, the two different types of adventures, they're kind of funny. So the one with Josh, Josh, Chris, and myself, our main objective was to get to a point where we could lay a portal down. Mm-hmm. Portals are very important that we found out because they obviously transport you from point A to point B. If you're smart, you'll set portals up at like your house. You'll set another portal up at a place you're going to be either to get materials or in case you die, you can get back real quick. Okay. Yeah. So we our goal was to set a portal up and then Chris had enough materials to build a boat because we needed to get across the ocean to get to the boss. Chris came prepared with the boat stuff built the boat, built the portal, go across John. Uh, John why do I keep wanting to say John? Cause I guess you're here. Josh was like, we need to make sure we set a, a base uh, right before the boss listeners. That's important because um, if, if you die, that's kind of like your respawn fight. Yeah. Re- respawn point for the fight. Right. And, and again, so there's a lot of, yeah, go ahead, Chris. This there's a is lot like- of pre-planning. There's a while this is pre planning, this is also like again why this game is maybe so much less or it is more so forgiving than say Terraria, Arc, other ones like that, where it's like being able to branch out to the world and have easy fallback points for when you do die. Um, you know, because I made that mistake one time in this game with Josh uh last weekend. And since then <laughs> it's been more of like Okay, let me set this here, here, and here. Yeah. You know, um, things like that, right? Like it, it just works easier. Um it really and, does. And, and helps uh helps you get to the adventures you want to have. But anyways, continue show. So we we beat that boss and life is good, and the night was getting a little late. Whoa, so whoa, whoa. we decided whoa whoa whoa. Whoa, 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 whoa. We're selling this boss fight short. So just to give you an idea <laughs> good, of how this is good point. Josh gets we're going we we know where he is we get there right there's a burning yeah. pyre in the middle Josh walks up he tosses in these ancient she- seeds we like spent hours trying to farm and get because uh, they only drop one way the pyre grow like begins to glow and the sky darkens and suddenly the most menacing tree beard looking ant I've ever seen appears into the world and I'm thinking, wow, he's big. I probably just need to make sure he doesn't, you know, swing his hand. So it's going to be a range fight. That's not going to work because all of a sudden Treebeard here decides he's going to take his arm and push out vines that go halfway across the screen. And if you're not careful, not they surround you and yeah. do immense damage very quickly. So all of it a sudden, insane. this this well-planned out, like, we're going to go in here. And we're going to do this. We're going to fire these fire arrows. It's going to be awesome. Comes into pure chaos. Sean's running around. He's trying to get his grip because, you know, like I would say of the three of us, you were definitely um, 
the the spongiest at this point, right? No, for sure. Uh, yeah, because yeah. you guys had played you had played a little bit and I had not. And so yeah, you 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 got me as much gear as you could, but yeah, there's yeah. only so much you could do. Josh is up there. Josh is probably the best range player of all of us at this point. So he's back there. He's just trying to get damage, but he's also having to dance around. And I'm up here. I'm the tank. I'm in my bronze outfit and everything. So I'm trying to figure out what the hell can I get away with, which is a game of uh basically, you know, whenever whenever I screw up, I just watch half my health wipe out. And with this game, the one penalty I would say is there. <laughs> health does not come back very easily in combat, at least where we are at this point. Maybe it does later down the line. We haven't gone there. But yeah, it was a chaotic battle that was so awesome with so many different elements feeling in. And like I think of games similar like Minecraft and such, I don't know if I ever really felt that, especially in the early development path of that game mm. versus like where it is today. Like I know there's a lot yeah. more content I just never got to see. Um, but that's what I love about this is that I get to go farm things for hours on end. Right. And then all of a sudden I'm treated to this glorious boss battle that is really well done. Um, you know, and, and yeah. it makes you consistently think about what you're doing, how you're approaching it. But at the same time, it's not Dark Souls, right? It's not Sean yeah, said that. <laughs> yeah, it's not Sean getting irritated at a troll that at is an ogre. or yeah. ogre. Yeah, that's punning him halfway across the screen in uh, Sekiro, uh, and things like that. So you know, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I, it, I love I, it. It's hard and it's a challenge, but it's not a why is it got to be this hard of a challenge? Now, the thing about these bosses that are peppered around the world and any, like we mentioned dungeons, any other extra things you want to go do other than just maintain your house and mm -hmm. farm for materials, stumble across something that you're not ready for. <laughs> Chris alluded to the fact that him and Josh had a mistake. They went up into a, a swampy area and they weren't ready. They yeah, died. we got off the boat and uh, it did not last long. <laughs> That's what she said. Hey. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. So, okay, we tell you about the fight that Chris, uh, Josh, and myself had. We 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 were successful in, in our accomplishment, but it was late. We decided to, in the little base we made by the boss fight, we decided to lay down, take a nap, make sure everything was saved and good, and we would reconvene whenever. Uh, for me, that ended up being a few days later. Uh, Chris and Josh and and even Mike, they really got into the game over sure. the weekend. Uh, let's say I log back in and I'm like, hey, boys, there was a house gone. Uh, <laughs> Chris had built a Viking lodge for the ages. It, this thing looks glorious. It's high. I could do more. Uh, pre you could, but it, it trust me, it looks really good. Mm. That's what she said. Right. Um Josh, it's I had made fun of it is it is long and wide. Okay. Uh Josh, I had I'll just say it. I made fun of Josh a little bit building his house. When you walked in when he was building it, he had he had made himself a bunch of ladders to reach certain areas to to build. But it looked like he like it looked like he didn't know what he was doing because there were ladders everywhere. It, it was kind of this thing, like to his credit, to be fair, Josh. He was truly trying to figure it all out on his own. Yes. And, and I, yes. I, I will give credit to this. I've I've played with a lot of different building systems like in games uh 
where, you know, that's not necessarily the number one primary focus. It's just a feature within the game. This is probably at launch here. One, no, I think it's one of the best because a lot of time, a lot of times, like one, it's realistic. Like you have to think about weight and support all about that. Like leveling the ground matters. I, I appreciate all that stuff. But at the same time, a lot of times what you run into is the way the system is designed. If something doesn't perfectly attach because of the way it's lining up in the world, it won't let you do it. And here, really all you have to do is aim towards the thing you're trying to attach to, get it angled right, which you just do a simple rotation on. Get it right, get it automatically, tight, you know what I'm saying? Every single time it attaches. Um, you know, yeah, it might it be floating it. in the air if it's like not level, but that's about it. It still works. And that's it what I think most work. people care about. Yeah, it's cool. And, and for you guys that have a, amazing imaginations, I woke up this morning to a text that showed that someone in game had built a lodge that looked like the Millennium Falcon. Yeah, you could you could go mining amazing. for hours. Uh, for, it was amazing for material and make all sorts of crazy designs. That's why I love so, that. So, so yeah, like we said, the, the game is a, is a big world. There's mining. Uh, there's house building. There's fun. There's there's other enemies that that mess with you. Dark, like when the sun goes down, mm. it's a little more scary, you know, than when the sun is up. So yeah, this is kind of a you're fun. You can you can imagine. I like when the new day comes up. It says like day four. We're like on day one hundred one now or something. Mm. So we're kind of living. Right. Go ahead, John. I'm sorry. How big is this game? When you say this game is huge, I mean. All right. So what is what is this? Uh... The best way I can describe it, and it hit me last night. We've kind of found our little area, and it it takes a minute to walk from, let's say, the point that you spawned in the game for the first time, to our village. Takes a minute. It yeah. really does. You're running. It takes because a minute. Certain people decide to go to places they shouldn't. And for some reason, we followed you to build instead mm-hmm. of saying the nice, peaceful place. Could have stayed mm-hmm. in the meadow. Would have been happy. Could have stayed in the meadow, but fine. no. Nope. Got to deal with a troll now. Thanks, John. Yeah. Uh, that's right. There's trolls in the game. And we found out there's also goblins and orcs, apparently. Oh, it's God. amazing. But uh, to give you an idea, that your map, your little HUD, it, it's there. And you realize how little your guy is and how long it takes to get to whatever. How you pull up the map, you hit M on your keyboard, and you hit the little wheel on your mouse to zoom out. All of a sudden, John, you see how tiny of an area you've discovered and a big gigantic circle, which represents a world yeah. of untapped whatever. Mm-hmm. That's a perfect lead into our adventure. Uh, and I would say it's clever, right? Like Yeah. It's uh so the world itself it really is a sphere like the map right it is a full sphere and it works well because it's designed uh from the fact of like the very center is the easiest place the meadow right and it's pretty planful it's where everyone kind of comes in at this main shrine that you've been summoned to by Odin uh trying to earn his favor not really the most important thing but then as you begin to do rings that go further out you get to different regions and those get progressively harder and they can then begin to mix in. So like maybe you have an area that's meadows versus the black forest versus the mountains versus uh, the swamp, whatever. Uh, And it really becomes like a biome 
uh, a true biome like where you're like oh yeah I there's a little swamp down <laughs> there's a little swamp right down there next to a meadow and then there's plains you don't want to go to those plains right now john just trust us on this we'll get to that yeah um <laughs> versus, yeah, for sure you know it, that's what's cool about it like it it feels like you're progressing into uh unique areas in that they all have their pluses and minuses to them uh as far as you depending where you are in the game yeah is that, what, is that how it differentiates itself from another game like it um yeah because like if you think of minecraft minecraft theoretically just goes on forever right right um what yeah like it, it's consistently <laughs> just generating something unique in front of you there is no end to the world i like when um, things are generated so. unique in front of me who is that john this is Harper. Hey, Harper. Pretty girl. I got to see her. It was the big event of her month. <laughs> you got to see Harper this month? Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah. I had to drop off the tech. board. Yeah, that used to have cool yeah. effects on it. You just gave to John. <laughs> Thanks a lot. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, the the world, getting back to how big it is. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mike and I, uh, this started the adventure that was the adventure of an adventure so far, right? Mike and I are like, I'm, I'm kind of like, I do, I want to go do something. Let's go. Because Mike's running around in, in his own world. He's kind of done a lot. He's got some really good gear on. He's kind of like adventure guy. He was like, all right, let's go. Chris and Josh hang out. Uh, Josh being the worker that he is, he's kind of mining and building and collecting and doing stuff. He was killing Chris some is, wolves. And Drake's. Yeah, he was he was going up in the mountains and and trying to figure out how to fight. It's in the snow, so he had to figure out how to stay warm and not freeze to death. Mm-hmm. Chris, I don't know quite what you were doing, but you were doing stuff in the lodge, right? You were getting was, a lot of stuff ready. Yeah, for us. I was trying and failing at uh, I I need to get good at the farming part of this game, but I keep having setbacks usually because either I'm not camping, we that's get right, the forest moving, or else like you or Mike. Sometimes Josh happens to be chopping wood and don't notice the troll that's following you back to camp and then destroying everything. <laughs> so yeah, there's a troll. Trolls are in the world. They're great. They are gigantic, and if they hit you with a club, you feel it'll one shot you early on. Sure, but your screen rattles. The the he can knock down tree like full trees you can't touch, and he if he hits it, the tree comes down. Yeah, a falling tree could kill you. So watch out for those. Uh, but yeah, so Chris is kind of, that's right. You were working on the farm. Mike and I decide we're going to go try to find an NPC because mm-hmm. we found out there's an NPC in a part of the world called the black forest. The black forest is huge, yes. huge, huge, probably the second largest biome in the game. I believe we're running around, you know, we're trying to, we're doing our thing. And, uh, eventually we get a lot of the black forest updated on the map. Cause as you kind of run through it, it updates live on the map. Uh, we're not seeing this guy at all. Like, I don't know. Still and, and about, found him, hour, right? about an hour and a half in Mike goes, Oh, by the way, some guy on YouTube said he did this for 25 hours and never found the guy. <laughs> Great time to let me know, Mike. Appreciate it. Cause the guy could be anywhere. He, he told me what to look for and stuff like that. So we were doing our best. We end up making it back to that spot that I told you guys that that Chris and Josh and I were. But on the other side of the river, there was a boat that we took. We brought it back, parked it, hopped in the portal, went back home. I told Mike we were going to be coming up on this portal. He didn't believe me until he saw the portal. He said, oh, there's a portal here. (laughs) We saw the boat. I remember this. 
Um, we did not take the boat at that time. Um, apparently the boat went on its own adventure. Yeah, it did. Now there was another adventure. A quick side note: when when I logged back in after the boss fight with Chris and Josh, I joked on, "Oh, that'd be cool to have went exploring on that side of the world." The game did a freeze. Yeah, I and I this. did get stuck over there. Mike had to borrow the boat to come get me, but we returned the boat. Flash forward back to the current story. Mike and I are exploring. We end up going up to a part of the world where the black forest, the ocean could make it to the other side. Mm-hmm. We swam. It was very, it was, you didn't have to swim a lot. It was, it was kind of connected, right? At one point we're running around and we see Chris. Think of wind waker and Chris just gliding by us on a boat. He's then built another boat. I don't know why he had to build another boat. Cause remember, remember, boat? okay. So they had used this boat and they said they parked it somewhere and I came by right. and I searched and it was not there. I was like, well, it just must have gotten destroyed. I don't know, you know, what happened to it. So I was just like, okay, I'll build another boat. Because at this point, I'm ready to go. And I was looking for right. our next goal. Because yes. the boss we beat gave me a swamp key. I was like, aha, I bet I need to go find the swamps. So that's what I was doing for the party. I was like, I'll go find them and I'll build us a portal. And then we'll have a way to the swamps and we'll be ready to move on. Meanwhile... I'm also getting lost in the fact that while I'm driving my boat down this river, I'm basically getting this like B movie knockoff version of the score from Lord of the Rings, the fellowship of the ring when they're traveling down the river, uh, yes. right towards the end of it, you know, but it's, it's just very nice. There's like French horns going off and I'm like, yes, I'm a Viking on the river the, going the music on my when you're in the river is, the music changes, and when you get on that yeah. boat and you start the sailing, it's like a. I said it was a trumpet. Chris thinks it might be a French horn. Yeah, it's all like, but it's a very. Burr, 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 burr. It's like, and it fits perfect. Imagine commentary of Chris, because I believe you started getting sea monsters around you. Yeah, there was if a I serpent. Right, there was a serpent. Mike and I are, are hollering at each other because we split up and we're getting discombobulated on where we're at trying to find this guy. Josh is being a perfect little worker bee and he's up at our fort doing whatever. And, and finally Mike and I are on the other side of the, of the ocean and we see Chris, right? Bring you back to there. Some kind of way we end up, I think it was Mike that said, Hey, let's hop in the boat with Chris. Let's go up the river some more. Chris says, okay. I regretted it as soon as I said it too. (laughs) I knew what was going to happen. Did he know his world would change forever? Um, so we hop in the boat and, uh, one thing you need to know about Mike is he will just jump out of a boat. So (laughs) like, like we get to, you know, we're no longer in the river. We, it literally says biome ocean. And all of a sudden like storms are coming through and yeah, we're going up and I'm like, is this thing going to capsize? What, like what, what is going to happen? Are we in places we should not be in this kind of boat at this point? Right. Uh, but then, yeah, we finally, to my surprise, I was just expecting it to be water forever and like, or something bad to happen. We finally saw land and it yeah. was a type of land we had never seen, which made me fearful. Cause I understood what happened yeah. to me the last time <laughs> I got out a, in an area. I was not world experience. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, at first we had seen like, like little islands. We saw like hogs on the Island. We we're like, how do they get to here? Um, and we saw little 
you know, scattered pieces of land. And finally we come up and we could start seeing on our right hand side, we were going north. Uh, we could see the pepperings of land. Uh, we kind of get close to a point and Mike gets very excited and jumps out the boat. Keep in mind, Mike's the guy who's been working on his own in his own world with his own armor. He thinks he's BA. He thinks he's what we all know on the weekly games chat as he's John Rambo. I, I, I had an uh, idea. I was like, this is going to go one of two ways. Either he'll just be fine because he's end game or this is going to go bad very, very quickly. So, Chris began to turn the boat and wait to see what was going yeah. to happen. I didn't jump out with Mike initially. Yeah. I didn't. I just didn't. No. Um, so Chris and I, as we make our turn, more land is opening up. And I go, Chris, those look like goblins. Like and they I had a comment that Josh, they had a village and everything. <laughs> they had a bonfire, different looking houses than we had made. Uh, this was like finding a new culture for real. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mike goes, oh, yeah, by the way, be careful of those goblins. They'll jump in the water and push your boat back to the land so they can rob you. And sure enough. What? As I look <laughs> to have jumped in the water and beginning to swim out. And I'm like, oh, God, no. So, so I and, and at the same time, we're in commentary from. Yeah, we, we Chris is trying his best to be Magellan, you know, on this on this uh, boat trying to navigate us. He's doing his best. But the, the boat is tough. The sails, you got to catch the wind right. Yeah. There's a new enemy and trolls, uh, not trolls, but uh, goblins. We see big ogres. Meanwhile, we hear Mike saying, oh, my God, a giant mosquito is chasing me. And you just hear him going nuts over there. Finally, we're, as we're turning around, trying to get our bearings, we hear Mike say, I died. At this point, we've given you knowledge that we need either a portal we need to have a, a, a base set as a spawn point. We need something where we can get back to death area. <laughs> Easy. Which, which I have no desire to go to. <laughs> we had nothing. We were Whitney Houston. We had nothing. Okay. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Remember the second boat. Uh, we found that boat. It was a different story, but we found the boat and it was parked. Mm -hmm. Mike used... His spawn point was our original home base, which was a long way from where we were. He uses his portal to get to the portal we put on when Chris, Josh, and I fought a boss. Used the boat to get up to us. Then all of a sudden we hear, oh my God, the boat broke. <laughs> Chris and I are on the good boat waiting on Mike to get back and his boat breaks. So we have to then go back to get Mike. All right. Who's so this like is, drifting in the middle of the ocean, like Jack at the end of Titanic. Dude, even worse, <laughs> dude. And remember Chris said, okay, to letting us get on this boat. And at this point, we're probably an hour and a half, maybe, maybe an hour in. All I wanted to do was know. find the swamp. That was it. He wanted to find the swamp. That was what Chris was doing the whole time while we were in the black forest. We end up going back to Mike. And when he spawned back in the world and used the portal, he brought nothing with him because his plan was go get my items. I can put everything back on. If I bring something with me, I have no room. Mm -hmm. So he's, he starts to try to swim in the water and he realizes his stamina is going down. That's right. The game has stamina. I'll go ahead and tell you there are mods. You could, there's, it's a computer game. There's a lot of mods. Um, we end up rolling back on Mike. He stopped swimming. He's floating there. We see his little head bouncing. Chris says, I, I think I see you, Mike. And he pulls the boat in. Mike hops up butt naked with just some like shorts on. 
Yeah. Uh, the game doesn't have nudity like Rust. So, no. you know, if you've got little kids that watch you play, you don't have to worry about it. Chris tightens them up real quick. We're in a pretty decent part of the water with some sausage, you know, because Chris learned how to make sausage. I think you even threw him some pants or something. Uh, yeah, I think I had something on me. I can't remember. You tighten them up a little bit, right? Because yeah. it was kind of important. And we turn around and Chris is like, yeah, we'll go back and get your stuff. I'll get you, or at least I'm going to let you jump off again, and I'm catching out. <laughs> that so almost went I bad. Get, I I get the itch to when we get back. I want to help Mike, so I said I'll jump off with you. Bad, bad, bad idea. I, I jump off with Mike. Mike successfully gets his stuff, but he's not able to equip anything. We mm-hmm. have to take off running because I get to see giant mosquito. Uh, Chris stays in the boat because his idea, what it started happening, Chris, we noticed the boat because one of the giant mosquitoes got on us on the boat, our boat like was starting to deplete in energy. Yeah. We're down to like 25%. Chris's goal was crap. I'm now stuck with these guys. No portal, no spawn point. I got to find a way to fix the boat. Yeah. I got to tell you, you got to have a thing called a workbench to do anything. So we all of a sudden went from scouting mission for swamp and black forest guy to, Oh my God, how are we going to get home? Uh, eventually Chris gets the boat to a safe space, but there is chaos galore. I die. I think Mike died again. Maybe not. No, Mike, Mike basically ran and he got lucky. Even though this area was the plains, which is highly deadly on the very far side of this Island, there was a tiny little part that was the meadows and that is the lowest level of difficulty in the game. Uh, and I'm guessing it's there for the reason that that's end game. So it's like you could build your base and like, you know, have a base of operations right there and not have to worry about it and then go to the hard stuff right there. Basically that's what it took him. Like was him, him trying to build this up while I'm trying to not crash this boat, which is not cooperating because there's no wind whatsoever. Uh, and I'm consistently just looking left and right. I'm like, please don't let the sea monster come. Please don't Even let the mine, sea monster come. <laughs> when I died, I could not come back like Mike. No. So then, no the, then the mission, mission one dash seven started. They had to d- figure out how to get a portal made. Yeah. For me to come from our base to the other portal to that portal. Yeah. It was a whole, all of a sudden, quiet Josh, who was the worker bees having to talk. Mike's calling out ideas on, I got to get this house built because we got to fix the boat. We got to get Sean back. Sean has stuff in here that he's got to get back. I don't want to die again. Complete chaos ensued. Um, Chris ended up parking the boat. We ended up getting a little hut built. And they ended up building a portal, which was great. Yep. We thought that was going to be easy. (laughs) I made it to the portal. I got my stuff, but not after dying three more times. Chris got the boat fixed and said, peace out. Chris and Josh only did this after they both came over in the portal and realized, nah, bruh. But I was kind of in a spot where I needed my stuff, you know, and Mike was like, I'll help you get it. And we wanted Chris to not lose his boat because yeah. we already broke one boat. And Josh was like, no, I'm going to go back to mining. So for about an hour, it was chaotic. And, and I was panicking Andy and, you know, things were going crazy and goblins were chasing us and killer mosquitoes were at us. 
but it was it was cool because we got to see a very different part of the world open up, another biome that we had not seen. Yeah. Uh, but again, it seems like it's close when you look at the map, but I, in that water and in that traveling, we were in the water for a minute trying to get to it. So uh, ultimately, everybody got home and we got to get in our beds and we got some some nice Z's going, Yeah, uh, which is cool. Uh, one good thing about the game, if you all go to sleep at the same time, it kind of makes it from night to day because you want to get a lot of stuff done in the day. But that's that. Oh, I just bought my camera in my hand. That's an example of how things we gave you two examples of plans that turn into pure fun and adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, absolutely insanity. Yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoyed it and I've, I've, I've pretty much really enjoyed everything. Yeah, so far, even it, the mundane tasks of like building and collecting. It's been a fun week is why I would say. And I've been very surprised for a game that is supposed to be early access. And I know it had like a, a closed beta and things like that prior to being early access. Uh, it is surprisingly very well put together. Like there are certain things I'm like, okay, obviously they'll probably tweak this, tweak that. And, uh, you know, like the server stuff, I I, I would imagine now with how well it's done, it'll probably get some dedicated servers for those who want that experience and things like that. But this thing is just for what is essentially a very small team, very well put together at this point, even to the point where the onboarding for this game is top notch. As soon as you come in the world, there's a Raven that appears, Huey, I think it's his name. And he pretty much any time, wherever you are in the world, you unlock something. He appears with a big, you know, explanation mark over his head, basically saying, hey, come here. And he'll be like, hey, you just found this. And, you know, now you can do this. This will be important for later. Yeah. Um. So you never really feel like you're lost. The, as I said before, the music is awesome. And I also think the scaling of what's going on, because when you're in the meadow, especially, uh, and even when, if you go to the dark forest early in the game, uh, there's, I'm sorry, the black forest, uh, there, there's not like tons overwhelming you, but there can be scary moments, right? As far as you being low level, uh, on the other hand, as you begin to progress, I've noticed like the world reacts to your progression and it increases the stake. Like all of a sudden we got past the first boss and we're sending base one day and it says the forest is moving and here come like 20 dwarves and, and a troll and stuff like that out of the woods. And it's like, you got to deal with this or lose stuff. And, you know, after we beat the second boss, all of a sudden I noticed that there were a lot more mobs appearing in certain places. And of course, the tax on our bases went up too. So it's consistently moving you forward to say, Hey, as you progress to this, we're also going to throw a little bit more at you, but we think you'll be prepared then. So, uh, just really, really sound design all around. I, I, I don't really have a major complaint at this point in this game. My, uh, my biggest complaint probably was the moment we realized when you logged off, we couldn't play in that world we built up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and some may not call that a complaint because you can you can go start your own world and start over, and if you enjoy it that much, sure that's what you're going to do. But that kind of that kind of hurt. But you mentioned there's a, a potential for uh, dedicated servers, yeah. so you don't have those kind of issues. Uh, 
Yeah, we and we got some news in news about how well the game is done. You can currently get it for $19.99 on Steam for early access, I guess is what it's called. Mm-hmm. Um, so just just know that, I mean, there may be some issues that you come into that we don't necessarily think are issues or what have you. Uh, but the community is already embracing mods and, and making the quality of life in-game so much better because there are some things that start off as standard. Yeah. Uh, one of them is your carrying maybe, ability. Maybe. And, and there's mods to fix that. Maybe, yeah, that would be the one thing. Like, I like the fact that there's a, a guy in the world that sells things. But even then, from my understanding, it's pretty slight what you can increase. And that's that would be the kind of stuff that I would hope they would retool and like allow a progression to go up there. So I don't have to have a mod because yeah, after a while I just put the mod on because I was like, I don't want to have to carry like just 20 copper ore, go back to base. Yeah. When, you know, yeah. When I have all these slots in my bag, mainly because it's so easy to hit your weight. And if like you are picking up other things randomly just by chance from fighting, right. It, yeah. it adds up very quickly. Um, very, very quick. So. Yeah. Uh, do you do you think it's time for a Richard? Yeah, let's go for it. Yeah, let's uh, let's go for it, John. Uh, I, I think I got to go a little higher than what we talked about when Chris walked away. Mm. Um, I really do. It's it's solid, Chris. You want me to go first? Sure, go for it, buddy. Uh, I'll I'll just come out the gate and give it a. Um, I wanted to do between an eight and an eight point five. I'll do an 8.25. I think it's very, very solid. It's going to get better. Um, I'm having a good time playing it. I don't know you know, how much better it can get. The reason I don't have, I think, more in the, in the nines or higher, I don't, the story is kind of non-existent for me. Yeah. Like, um, you know, it. there are things that pop up and you get to kind of see. I'm a Viking, apparently, in a world, in a world. And go have fun and build and stuff. Yeah, it, it's primarily limited to their like these. Um, what is the way to call it? I guess almost relics. like headstones, relic thingies. Yeah, that you'll find in the world, and if you click on those, you'll get story as far as like about the different species and things going on, and like the bosses maybe you're hunting things like that. But it's definitely not something yet that I've been seen to say like, man, this is really a heavy story driven game like that's not what the drive of this is um for me though i think personally i thought long and hard about this i think right now i don't want to go the full way yet but i'm at 9.5 personally right now on this this is easily the best thing i've played this year uh in my opinion uh i i cannot remember the last time i played something that was you know not necessarily like just some short little original game but was something that's meant to be make of it what you will and i didn't have like some prior attachment like you know obviously like something like cyberpunk yeah i put 60 hours or 100 hours whatever it was in it and you know i didn't have any background with it but i also was hyped up on it for you know x number of years right this i didn't know about till the beginning of february uh and once I started playing it, I put 50 hours in, in like six days. And I can't remember the last time a game did that to me without like it being something I had a personal attachment to prior, uh, you know, 
that's pretty awesome and just speaks well. And like I said, I'm, I'm always a fan of like the small guy making it five people making this game and seeing how well it's made just in only five people made it. I didn't know. Yeah. That it's fact. like five people building this thing. And that is just crazy to think of that yeah, five people. And obviously there's, there's partners where they would contract out things, right? Hey, you guys are really good at this idea thing. We'll contract yeah, yeah. you handle that. But just still, you know, they seem to have a very clear vision of what they cared about, what they thought they could improve in this kind of genre. Um, and a genre and saying that I've played two Viking games in the last three months is easily the more Vala! memorable. So and, you and congrats. Vala. You beat Ubisoft as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. It, it's funny. Cause we had a friend today talk about, um, you know, we had a friend talk about Valheim to you today. <laughs> Who knows what this game, what adventures we have upcoming? Uh, maybe Chris and I get uh, a wild hair up our, Ooh. yeah, and uh, and we stream it together, and you get to see some of these adventures. Maybe we'll see. Um, who, who, who knows? One question. Sure, What's up, John. Was Mike classic Mike? Yeah, I mean, in the online experience. Oh, oh yeah. Cool. Oh yeah. Of course. Yeah, yeah. He he doesn't have he can't be offensive. And, Don't worry and, about it, John. I got it. <laughs> yeah, that's still my favorite moment no. from Sea of Thieves. No, he was not that. Uh, he was classic he Mike. He was my man. I, I may have missed out on that. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I who knows? But yeah, it's it's fun. It's always I love playing games where my mo, like my friends can come play with me. Mm. You know, um, and we can maybe be isolated to our world. And it's it's a good time to have good friends that you can do that with. And Valheim uh, is one of those games that really caters itself to that. So true, very good. Hey, Sean and Chris, great job on that review of Valheim. Thanks, John. Appreciate it. Dugler. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to do some uh, news? Some NIS. Some the NIS. News team. The news team worked, you know, pretty hard on it. So yeah, I think that'd be nice. True. All right, let's do some news. Hot off the press and straight to your ears. Weekly Games Chat presents the news. News! They peaked out. <laughs> it's I fine. Did, did John expect- even say news? Yeah. Did you? You said news, right? You said news. Yeah. yeah uh, after the topic, traditionally we go into our news segment, and to bring you the first news piece of the week, it's your boy John. I like a good piece. So we're going to talk about everything that Nintendo Direct brought to our eyes and ears. So, uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to say this. Uh, Pyra and Mithra from Xenoblade Chronicles 2 will be joining Smash Bros. Ultimate in March 2021. Mario Golf Super Rush, uh, very excited about this, was announced for Switch coming June 25th, 2021. Project and they should just keep this this title. Project Triangle Strategy announced for Switch with a demo available now. Uh, release is aimed at uh, 2022. Uh, for me personally, one of the bigger surprises. It looks fantastic. Star Wars Hunters is set between Return of the Jedi and The Force Awakens and is coming to Switch this year. Fall Guys, uh, a little uh, too little too late. Ultimate Knockout will arrive on Switch in summer 2021. Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity is getting an expansion pass that was announced and will feature two waves of content, 
for $19.99 to include new playable characters and weapons. Ninja Gaiden Master Collection was announced for Switch and will include Ninja Gaiden Sigma, Ninja Gaiden Sigma 2, and Ninja Gaiden 3 Razor's Edge. The game releases on June 10th, 2021, and that'll be on other platforms as well as Switch. Uh, Metopia <clears throat> arrives on Switch in May uh, 2021. That was a 3DS title back in the day. I think it's just a port of that. Uh, Samurai Warriors 5 is headed to Nintendo Switch in summer 2021. Legend of Mana Remaster announced for Nintendo Switch and looks great. Tales from the Borderlands has been announced for Nintendo Switch and comes out on March 24th. No More Heroes 3 will be coming to Switch in August of 2021. And I am personally pleased to announce that DC Superhero <laughs> Girls Teen Power is coming to Nintendo Switch on June 4th, 2021. And that's when I will debut uh, my own personal Twitch channel. So uh, join me for that. Look forward to that. That is, I hope to God that comes true. <laughs> he said it on um, air. So it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's on stone. air. It's going to be recorded. It's legit. They will call you out on it. Apex Legends is getting, I'm sorry, Apex Legends will will arrive on Switch on March 9th. Skyward Sword is getting a remaster with improved motion controls and a new controller scheme for players who wish to opt out of motion or have a Switch Lite. Special edition Joy-Con controllers will also be coming. Uh, they made Sean Buss. Yeah. The game and Joy-Cons <laughs> both release on July 17th. Splatoon 3 has been announced and will be released in 2022. 2022. So overall, this was this was after over 500 days of no content yeah. like this. It had been a minute. They for real. Um, they have uh, they really brought it. Um, you know, it, it, a lot of people found it a little on, on the underwhelming side, but I think that comes from you know, Nintendo, uh, you know, with exceptions with Chris, because he's a Sega kid. A lot of people take Nintendo directs who are huge Nintendo fans and say, what are you giving me? And if you don't give me all my Mario's and all my Metroid's and all my, you know, Zelda's, it's a failure as a direct. But the, the, the great thing I can say about this direct is, is it had something for everybody almost. Um, yeah. If when we first digested it, it was, we felt let down ish. We felt like if we liked RPGs, this was fantastic. And I think I felt that way because I thought there'd be more in the tone of Zelda, 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 Zelda. And there was not. Um, there was a, a mini direct in the form of a 35th anniversary Mario presentation. So they did mm -hmm. have that last year. Yeah. But, you know, it, it, it seemed like they would have to. They had so much content to get through. I got to the point where I was like, yeah, they're not going to focus on Zelda too much. They're going to, they're going to do a direct specifically on those Zelda plans. Well, it's like a mini direct, like you said, uh, I, I gotta say I'm excited for Skyward Sword. Once Chris found out it's got that 59.99 price tag, I think he's kind of out. Could you attest to that, Chris, or do you still stand, you know? Yeah. Sorry. I mean, I looked at it. I looked at the original. I looked at now. I mean, the facial, animations and i think the birds look a little bit cleaner but i just don't have a desire i've harped on this before to pay 60 dollars for a game that is 10 years old and is getting very minimal upgrades you know if, if that's your but thing that if, if you love that game or you've just 
never played it and you're such a Zelda fan that that's what you want, cool. But that's not that's not something that's going to pull me in to play it. I kind of get my feathers ruffled when you say minimal upgrades, and I know what you mean by it, but you, you've seen that a lot when it comes to this game. Yeah. We don't know what upgrades were made, but they, the, we saw what they showed us, man. We don't know how much work went into it. We don't know if it was minimal. But I think of it like... Took, it might have took an entire staff a year and a half of coming in for 42 hours a day to make it look like it does now. I think, know? well, I think the big upgrade of uh, obviously for them on this is getting it to work with a regular controller, right? Like that obviously took some effort and I'm not going to downplay that, but I just, I don't know. I look at it compared to other things that are put out. I don't mind things being like a 60, like, you know, the demon souls that was rebuilt from the ground up. Right. Yeah. Uh, 11, 12 years after the fact, that's one thing. If you're saying like Resident Evil two and three, those kinds of things, are, again, games that are way old being rebuilt from the ground up. But then I think of things like here more recently, uh, Skyrim, which was $50 when it had its special edition come out and was released the same year as this game. You know, that got a complete lighting and graphic overhaul and it's very visible when you play the game and then even now here later this year even though it's not one that overwhelmingly impresses me i don't know if i'll get it on day one but just because i'm a fan i'm sure it will go on sale at some point and i will get it being able to say for 60 bucks i get the whole entire mass effect trilogy and it gets every piece of dlc say for one and it's having a complete overhaul as far as its graphics are concerned you know to me, that's when it's kind of worth it to do it versus these instances where you get either the upgrade of Ocarina of Time, say that came to 3DS way back, uh, that was definitely a, a step up from the original versus say like when they did the Super Mario collection uh, for the 25th anniversary and those just seem to be pure oh, no, Even the 35th, they, they gave no, you no, three games. I'm not talking about that one. I'm talking about the one before. Oh. Uh, like when it was all the original, like, what was it? One, two, three, the secret levels. Right. And I think was it also super Mario world, John, or was that in there too? I can't remember. No. Okay. So just those where like everyone was saying, like, it was pretty clear. A lot of minimal work was done on the games itself. They were just a straight port, you know, sometimes to the detriment of the player, you know, so I don't mind it, but for me, it's just like I'm not going to rush out to spend current money on something that has been out that right. long. <laughs> I know what you mean with it, you know, inflation and whatnot, but well, yeah. uh, there are going to be a lot of people that do. I mean, it's important to clarify that the industry has not set a standard hmm. or decided what the price of a remaster slash remake needs to be. Plus, they haven't really decided as an industry, they haven't decided what a remake is you know some would say look you know these these the you know um demon souls was built from the ground up but it was built from the ground up frame by frame and shot by shot there was virtually no difference in what was there in the shot then you take what's the difference between demon souls which is which technically is not called remake on the box and they've never advertised it as a remake versus Resident Evil 2, which actually was a remake, where it takes the perspective of the viewing and and puts it behind the shoulder and does different things with the story and recreates it in it for with a different vision. I mean, is that the remake or is Demon Souls the remake? 
And, yeah. you know, to go back to Skyrim, that was actually, you know, that was actually a $60 price, that remaster. Yeah. And so, again, but you got everything in that game that ever came out, right? Like, so there's that kind of stuff on top of a completely visual overhaul. Like the lighting in that game is significantly better than what it was. Yeah, but Skyward Sword wasn't around in the time where there was DLCs or other stuff that it was came out the it. same year as Skyrim. Yeah, but it. I mean, I mean as far as the <laughs> yeah, game, the yeah. Nintendos do. They didn't do that Look, kind of stuff. I, then. I mean, I'm not game. saying they have to give you more content. It sounds like you're like saying that, that the, Chris. The best comparison I can make of something even more recent, like right, like we got two ports last generation uh, of uh, dang it, was the game. I'm trying to think of right now. I'm not going to tell you because I'm mad at you right now. Shadow of the Colossus, right? We got <laughs> one that came, or I'm sorry, we had one that came out on the PS3, which was pretty much just the original game updated briefly, right? Just a run on a PS3, basically. And then we had the remake done by Bluepoint, who also did this Demon Souls one, which was definitely a very nice visual, you know, re-imaging and everything and upgrading to current standards and add a few little features. like they're night and day to me. Like I feel kind of gypped in retrospect. Cause I did buy that on the PS three version and I have, I played it maybe a little bit and I never went back to it. I definitely played all the way through when the PS four version, uh, that they made came out and here with like demon souls again, it's like, I remember playing that game when it originally came out, it was running at points like 10 to 12 frames per second, never above 30. And now it's a, buttery smooth you know 60 frames no matter where i'm going and it's just a visual showcase on top of that like it, it to me it's impressive so it's worth the price uh, of the mission but i think that's the thing that this. that's the thing that the user has to determine what does right. it matter to them if you're someone who loves zelda like john i don't blame john for being, buying this game i'm buying this game you know, i've he, never played it he he loves beat it legend of zelda and he's he's gone on record saying skyward sword is one of his favorites so this is a way for him to play it that's cool you know for me uh it wasn't something that really grabbed me when i originally saw it and it at that price point it doesn't grab me now well it, it, yeah. there was a way it could have grabbed you or sean because that exactly there was two titles that came out simultaneously with Sky in the title. Yeah. You guys <laughs> played one. I played the other. You know? Yeah. And now you can I, play I mean, one I'm, on the I'm, I'm excited. I'm going <laughs> to give him $60. And I don't care that when it first came out, uh, people got a soundtrack with the game or, or that they paid $70. They got a gold controller and all that stuff. Mm. I don't care. I'm on a whole new system many years later. And I have a chance to play it at the best it can possibly be. And I've never played it fully. I played the intro and that was it. The price, the price is always fair to whoever wants to pay it. Yeah, you know? that's and, fair. Yeah. And, and we, and we all complain about Nintendo's prices, but you know, we, we need to put our money where our mouth is if we want this to change because this game is already the number one selling video game. On Amazon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this game sold less than 4 million copies on the Wii. I mean, this game came out when everybody was sort of had had forgotten the Wii. The Wii was pretty much done and they got this game out and it's it was probably one of the worst selling Zelda titles. With this new release, they're going to sell 8 million copies. They know sure. they are because they know we're going to buy it. it. You know, people who on one hand go, gosh, that's $60, but then they're going well, to get it. They were being uh, smart yeah. too because they were making sure to, for those people who did not play this game and maybe the way they 
first experienced Zelda, at least, or returned to Zelda, was Breath of the Wild. What were they doing? They were highlighting, look at all these early features that actually were first experimented with, you know, with Skyward Sword, the stamina and having the float down and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, it's there. Um, as far as the presentation of this, on a whole, I, I'm I'm up in the air. Definitely, I'm with John, probably the thing that spoke the most to me was project triangle strategy. That's the game. Yeah, I'm that most, was a highlight that yeah. was, you know, I really liked Octopath Traveler and I really like fire emblem when I played that here recently. So to get their version of that type of game, I am totally down to give it a try. I think the hard part, and I've noticed this is not Nintendo only. And I didn't think I'd seen it until who we'll talk about next personally. I think a lot of these guys just have not done been able to do a great job of the digital presentation and having the wow factor that like say Sony was having with their E3s back at um couple of years ago, right? I haven't yeah. seen like Xbox and Nintendo are very much doing the same thing where it's like here is a broad spectrum of things and we hope there is one or two things that speak to you as a gamer. So you'll come in. That's a cool message and all that. But I also look at it and I go, how many of these things really need to be packaged into this versus you could just put out something on Twitter, right? Like I thought about like the Smash Bro one. Like I would have put Sephiroth in a direct. That makes sense. These two characters from Xenoblade, eh, it was kind of like, okay, there's more characters from Xenoblade. I guess if you really love Smash and Xenoblade, you're really happy let's move on the the mario golf looks cool really want to play that but at the same time i'm like haven't heard anything on a new mario game it's been you know dude a minute since odyssey you just had the year of the mario dude you just had the year of mario i mean it's been forever since that you didn't have anything to show for breath of the wild you've you, you said you had to hold off on that till later this year uh as it's been remarked like it's Zelda's 35th anniversary, and that's that's all we've been told. I would rather have just like maybe one Zelda direct where you show off Breath of the Wild two, and like maybe if there are more games because I know what the rumor is, maybe Wind Waker and uh, Twilight Sword are also or Twilight Princess are Twilight, uh, yeah right Twilight Sword, Twilight Sword. <laughs> uh, are all coming to uh, Switch. Gross. You know that would be that would be a cool presentation I think for Zelda fans. Um, but you know, it, it, it's hard. I don't know what the perfect answer is. Like, do you do a wide net or do you just say, we're going to wait until we have five huge games to show you, you know, you know, and, you heard me, you heard that. me laugh at you. It's mm-hmm. because you, you out of most of us or besides me and John, you, you go into like promo hat guy and you're like, they shouldn't do this. How, who are we to tell them what they should or shouldn't do? These, these directs work. I mean, it's they all advertising. First one. They were the first one of three that I remember. This is their format. They did this first. I, I can only speak they to own, myself is like I was bored. I was bored for most of the hour. You know, it was nice to see the little RPGs, but I wasn't bored. You know, that, that, I think to me, that's kind of Chris. That's, that's kind of hurtful. I wasn't bored. Superhero girls. <laughs> How yeah, been bored we, by we're going to get a show based on John playing a game, taking selfies already, with girls in a mall. Look, I've already tried Persona 5. OK, so, you know. I'm yeah. good on high school games. Uh, now, now I will say that it did feel like like Fall Guys came a little late to the console. That, exactly. That meta's gone. But at mm-hmm. least now that, you know, there are people that probably want to play it. But, 
overall, I like that we got a lot. And I think you said it perfect. Mm-hmm. There, something in there made somebody excited. Yeah. And that's good. But, uh, but on the other hand, we haven't heard from them since what, 2020, 2019? Yeah. On the other 2020? hand, 590 days, as John said, you yeah. didn't get a new 3D Mario announced. You didn't get any new stuff on Breath of the Wild 2. You didn't get anything on Metroid Prime 4. You know, like there are big things that have they have been silent on. And I get it if this was a mini direct, but this being a full direct, I think is fair to be critical to say it kind of sucks that you're being silent. Not even anything on Pokemon, right? Like that's another big one we haven't heard about for well, a while. What are you going to do? Are you going to do a complete uh, 360 when the mini Zelda comes out? They bring out the the, the uh, sure. Switch console that's going to be gold. They give us the Breath of the <laughs> Wild they, 2 it, update. Look, they give us the games. They do all the things that you want, but they're going to do it like they did Mario. I'm going to call. Gonna say then? I'm going to call it always down the middle. I said last year. I said I thought the Xbox presentation wasn't that great. You know, I thought the PlayStation presentation last fall wasn't that great. I don't think anyone's really had a great presentation until. This you one, mean that whatever. PlayStation one where the guy was like, this is what the PlayStation looked like. Let yeah, me yeah. hold it awkwardly. Yeah. Let me now open <laughs> it up and show you the massive cooler. <laughs> I just think, I just think Nintendo in it's, it's the beginning of the year. They mm-hmm. had, they had this catalog, catalog of games that they had to shovel out. I think, yeah. I think, I think the, I think the exclusive Zeldas and the exclusive maybe met, they have a history of ignoring Metroid on key anniversaries, but I think this stuff is coming. It's just a question of when. But if I could say something uh, rather funny about about Skyward's, I was uh, like, I've always known this to be true. But when even you guys and you were, I think, halfway joking. But when we were watching the, the, the presentation, you guys immediately started defecating on Skyward Sword. Yeah. And after the fact, you know, you said something in Discord and then the media in general just started just crapping on this game. And I'm like, I forgot how much people were crap used to crap on this game. It's very divisive. Yeah. But it's, it's funny. It's every, every iteration of Zelda, the 3d Zelda, except with the exception of breath of the wild, every Zelda that came after Ocarina was the worst Zelda since Ocarina, Mm. but add 10 years. You know, before Skyward Sword, people were griping about the fetch quest in Twilight Princess and how it took three hours to finally get started. You know, at Wind Waker, it was always, I don't like this art style. This is, I'm, I'm rejecting this wholeheartedly. And I love that game. Yeah. I mean, now it's, it's, it's probably more beloved than Ocarina of Time by many, many people. But, uh, I just, it, it was very traumatizing to recall a game that means so much to me personally. Just the industry just thinks it's, it's the worst Zelda game. And I mean, it's, <laughs> I've never heard of a game with a 93 Metacritic score be maligned the way Skyward Sword is. And the it's, reason it's maligned is because the 93 score is the lowest Zelda score. <laughs> uh, it, anyway, that's, the that's the example for that, by the way, is uh, GTA 4, John, is what you were looking for. That game gets criticized like hell still now today. GTA and, 4, when it came out, I remember just blew everybody away. Yeah, but now it's like everyone says, oh, it was overrated, it's all this and all that. And I'm just like, eh, I mean, it's GTA. <laughs> yeah. and, and John, what really killed me, and I've said this before and I'll say it again, 
it wasn't just that Skyrim was there. It's that I could hold a controller to play Skyrim. Mm-hmm. And I had to do a sideways slash on Skyward Sword. And I did not want to do that. But speaking of sideways slashes, let's slash our way over to how BlizzCon 2021 was, Chris. Yeah. Boo on the pivot. <laughs> uh, first up, Blizzard Arcade Collection was announced featuring the Lost Vikings, Blackthorn, and Rock and Roll Racing. The collection is available now. World of Warcraft Shadowlands Patch 9.1 Chains of Domination has been announced. This brings players to a new location called uh, Koritha, or Koritha? I'm not sure. With new quests and a 10-boss raid, an 8-boss mega dungeon, and more. World of Warcraft The Burning Crusade Classic Expansion has been announced and is coming later this year, offering new changes and featuring uh, or features including a level cap of 70, two new races, flying mounts, and more. Hearthstone, ah, sorry, Hearthstone Forged in Baron's Expansion in Mercenaries mode was revealed, bringing 135 new cards and will kick off the Year of the Griffin. Development of Diablo. Is, uh, is Baron's Expansion the name of John's bunghole? <laughs> I think so. Development <laughs> for Diablo 4 continues with the announcement of the Rogue class being added to the game. And finally, Diablo 2 is getting a remastered slash remake uh, and is being called Diablo 2 Resurrected and will be coming to PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, Xbox Series X, and presumably S, as well as the Nintendo Switch. I personally think Blizzard, I think, and this is the way that I see it. Like you're going to say it was the, awesome. You're the say only thing, pros. look, Watch. to be honest, the only two things that I cared about from this were the last two, right? Diablo four and Diablo two. Uh, but the presentation, it did what it needed to do. I thought it was sleek. <laughs> I thought it, you know, looked oh, nice yeah. and everything. And I think it de- delivered the information that all these people want. Right. They like announced the Lost Viking stuff and it was real quick, fast, got out of the way. And then it was like, hey, Warcraft fans, here's your love, right? Sean, here's your Burn Crusade, or I'm sorry, your Shadowlands update. Both of those, your Shadowlands yeah, and Burning I mean, Crusade. But yeah. yeah, then like for Josh, hey, buddy, remember those times you were in Burning Crusade back in 2007, 2006, whichever it was, right? Let's hook you back in and give you some love, right? To then. I sure wish John would play or Josh would play World of Warcraft again. Okay. Yeah. To Hearthstone stuff, which is a huge game. And then Diablo 4, even though I didn't get tons of stuff on it, didn't get a release date, I was like, oh, you're bringing back Rogue. And this class looks tight. And the gameplay looks great. And then finally, you went from a heart with Diablo 2, which is still probably the best Diablo game ever made. Uh, you know, and I just. Anecdotal! I just thought it was a sleek 50 minute. Like I was very surprised when I got to the end of it. I was like, wow, they didn't show much, but I thought what they showed in the way they presented it was solid. I think they have it down. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. With no idea the, when anything Diablo is coming out. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and the way they had to do it normally BlizzCons, And this one did go over a few days, but you don't just spill the beans on everything at the beginning. And like you said, within the first hour, these are all the things we saw. Then they broke you off into different pods and you could go watch more on the thing they announced. Right. 
if you wanted to. I checked out and never watched another minute of BlizzCon. Mm-hmm. And this was the first time I ever got to watch a BlizzCon for free online. True. And I, it still didn't catch me. Hmm. I watched yeah. every minute of Nintendo, and I've watched it another time since. Plus the roundtables for BlizzCon, at least the ones I saw for Diablo, they were very scripted. It's almost like they cut. There was mm-hmm. nothing live about them. They, no. it was, they edited down. And, and people will say Nintendo Directs, you know, since we're comparing the two and these two stories, they're also cut and edited. But the, the Blizzard one felt different. It just mm-hmm. did. It was very professional. It looked great. They're, they're Blizzard. They know how to do that. Um, I do like that we got the stuff out the way. We didn't get a lot of fluff, you know, yeah. and had to wait. I do like that. I'm very excited about, obviously, the 9.1 patch in Shadowlands. Uh, Burning Crusade is super cool. That's probably the most. More? I want to say you know? Burning Crusade is probably the most beloved of the expansions. Like that was when uh, it really blew up. Maybe Lich King. Lich, Lich King. Yeah, Lich yeah. Kling. That was the Lich nostalgic King's be up one. there too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, John, I can't wait till you get more Diablo Four stuff. Mm-hmm. I know what you've seen. You're not exactly excited on because you would prefer that it's more. Um. I guess Diablo two ish and it's in its art tone and Diablo it's not, three. Diablo or three. Diablo three. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I was glad that you got some, some, some look, you got to see that a road class was coming to Diablo four. And, Honestly, and I, all I, all I wanted, all I uh-huh. wanted was a release date for the, for the mobile game. <laughs> oh yeah. And they said it, that went good. They, they, they did mention that, you know, the alpha testing or whatever did was good. Mm. Yeah. People have been raving about it. Who've yeah. gotten to play it. Yeah. I wonder if they, I didn't watch the Diablo uh, breakdown. Did they speak any more about it later on? John, did you watch that at all? They had a breakdown of, of sort of the functionality of, of, you know, maybe, maybe adding the, like talking about what the requests have been in the beta test. Like mm-hmm. there's a request to add controller support. They're, they're, they're saying maybe they can put that in, in the future. They haven't mm-hmm. ruled that out. Um, but one of the things it, it's like they're really adopting the mobile experience and making them more short bursts as opposed to long yeah. dungeon experiences. Yeah. I don't know. What that, I don't, it's hard to see what that really looks like. Um, but the game, but, but the game has that Diablo three vibe, which I'm digging a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, and just the fact that people are really, you know, you've gone from the, the booze at BlizzCon a couple of years ago, understandable. And now everybody's saying this is actually legit. It's just nice to see, mm-hmm. um, you know, that turnaround. So yeah, um, I just want to get me an iPad so I can <laughs> so I can get a bigger screen. I will so say, funny. And the one thing I'm really hoping, you know, and this is separate to the presentation, right? The presentation is one thing. I am, and, and as someone just reminded us, uh, Diablo two. I've high hopes for just because it is easily one of the most beloved games blizzards ever made if any game has ever been made it's up there uh you know they really dropped the ball with uh the warcraft 3 reforged last year and i'll attest to that in, a, in an instant um i really hope they've learned their lesson and when this finally does come uh you know i want it to be something that does feel you know, you're saying resurrected and you were showing off these graphics. I want it to feel that way then, you know, if that's the way you're promoting this. They they mentioned how they were re-recording the cutscenes, Yeah, but frame by frame. To be fair. I think that was their way of talking about how they dropped the ball at Warcraft 3. To be fair. really do. They promised those things with Warcraft 3. 
And I know that's, you know, so and they didn't, they say these things, <laughs> they heard but about it. I'm like, let's wait and see. I hope it's good. <laughs> well, something I'm going to have to wait and see on. Um, I'm very excited about boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the PSVR two. That's right. That's not an official name, but Hey, let's go with it. PlayStation has announced the next generation of VR. However, don't expect it in 2021. Uh, according to Sony, the, vi- the device will come to PS5 and it will, quote, connect, connect, really, connect <laughs> to connect. PS5. <laughs> it will connect to a PS5 with a single cord to simplify setup and improve ease of use, all while enabling a high fidelity visual experience. Mm. The device will enhance everything from resolution and field of view to tracking and input. Uh, the device will also come with the release of a new controller. Quote, there's still a lot of development underway for our new VR system, so it won't be launching in 2021, but we wanted to provide this early update to our fans as the development community has started to work on creating new worlds for you to explore in virtual reality. Mm. I woke up to text from John, Chris, my friend Mike. Uh, When I got on to work, I got messages from folks there. People know I like the PSVR, and yeah, this is kind of huge. You called me a liar. I did. And you told me you would never lie to me and you wouldn't, you wouldn't, uh, Chris, where did you say that, uh, they might be going with the controller more like the valve controller. Is that what you were? Yeah. They were saying that it was aiming to have basically how valve index compared to Oculus actually has one to one finger movement tracking. Um, as opposed to things like like that, the Oculus kind of more so guesses and, and condenses like two or three fingers together. Um, so, you know, that's awesome. And we, we were reading that we may not need a camera yeah. possibly that it may have stuff built into the unit, you yeah. know, uh, much like the Oculus quest, like two does, but, uh, what's the term when they copy something, Chris, but use it for their own. Oh, uh, when they have to, dang it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Thanks for putting it's me on the spot. I hope that cord is long. <laughs> it's always long. Yeah. I'm just saying, but yeah, that's big, big, big news. Um, let's keep the news train rolling. John, you got some, uh, RNC news for us, right? Yes. Ratchet and Clank is now free. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard, first. you heard it here first. I don't care where you read it. You heard it here first. You did. Sony is returning with its play at home initiative and is offering select games and entertainment. Ratchet and Clank 2016 will be free for all owners of PlayStation four and five throughout the month of March. This includes players who do not subscribe to PlayStation plus. Beginning March 25th, anime streaming services Funimation and Wackenham, I think, uh, will offer extended access for new subscribers for a limited time. So jump on those. There are currently these are currently all the announcements we have for the initiative at this time. John, can you remind everyone what the Play at Home initiative is, including me? <laughs> well, last year, uh, shoot, I, I don't remember the name. I don't remember the titles, but they did something like this similar yeah. last year with free games free stuff regardless of whether you had a PlayStation Plus subscription or not. So this is not dependent on whether you have a PlayStation Plus. I got you. And it's but, and it, it makes a lot of sense. It started when COVID hit, I guess, stay at home play games, right? That's the that's the general idea of it. Yeah. The gist. Yes. That was and a good so, deduction. And so the <laughs> Ratchet and Clank game from 2016 is a is a no brainer. It's an easy thing to do. If you recall that game was actually uh Chris, I think it was forty nine ninety nine or thirty nine ninety nine. I don't remember, but it was a it was it not was yeah, it was not sixty. 
And I think what they're trying to do is they're trying to get people to buy in on this series because this new iteration of Ratchet and Clank is going to be sixty nine ninety nine. Well, now they're in it's it, good. right? Because they own them. So it's like, why not do everything you can to build up this franchise from what is arguably now maybe your second or third, if not first, best studio that you have in-house, right? Well, yeah, that, I mean... I just, you know, because it's, I'm just saying because I've played this Ratchet and Clank game, mm. the $70 price point is a no brainer for me. I, that's fine. I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll pay that money. And I think that's, I think that's just what they're trying to do here. Just to, to show them what they did in 2016 to go, look, we're, we're, we're ramping it up. I think, I think this is probably going to be, be a big feature on um, state of play this week. So I think this is a big strategy to just get more eyes on the game, more experience into the game so that it just, you know, doubles down on some sales when it comes out in June. Was it June? I think June, June 25th, I think. Mm-hmm. It was, no, March 25th was when Funimation and walking them come out. But I think you, I think that may yeah. also be it's, a June 25th date for the release. You're right, yeah. you're right. So I think it's a good strategy. You know what? Another Sony- strategy. Uh, uh, yeah, Chris. Both Chris and I both wanted to jump on this one. Tell them, Chris. Uh, we've got more Sony titles coming to PC. Sony has announced that more PlayStation exclusives are coming to PC. According to Jim Ryan, president and CEO, quote, a few things changed. We find ourselves now in early 2021 with our development studios and the games they that they make in better shape than they've seen ever been before, particularly from the latter half of the PS4 cycle. Our studios made some wonderful, great games. There's an opportunity to expose those great games to wider audiences and recognize the economics of the game development, which are not always straightforward. The cost of making games goes up with each cycle as the caliber of the IP has improved. Also, our ease of making it available to non-console owners has grown. So it's fairly straightforward decision for us to make. The first game in the bullpen will be Days Gone, which will release this spring. Nice. I'm actually I'm actually surprised this hadn't come sooner, right? Um, That's what you're <laughs> I mean, because I know they updated for <laughs> PS5 and everyone who's played it on PS5 says it definitely runs awesome, especially with like the hordes and all that. Uh, yeah, really but like when they start moving things over, I always looked at this. I'm like, this has got to come to steam at some point, right? It just, why not? Hey, does it make sense and get a head bob? <laughs> Makes sense. <laughs> Two things. Very nice. <laughs> Two things. Very nice. Uh. Very nice. Uh. Yeah. Um, yeah, John, did you, did you play Days Gone? Yeah. You I'm- finished it, right? I did not finish it, but I I really like that game more than the average person. I think I'm a yeah. big defender of it. Right, okay, it's coming back to me now. Selena, like Selena. Selena. Exactly, exactly. I think I put fifty hours in it. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember you liking the you length of it. it. I liked yeah. I liked the horde part, and it was just yeah, like the did, rest of it. Boy. I was like, this could have been shortened. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, what's not short, and we already told you about, is a game called Valheim. Valheim! Uh, it continues to dominate, however. What happened? Okay. Uh, Valheim has now surpassed Terraria's all-time high of concurrent players with 502,397 players at the peak Back on February 21st, this is a record for a survival game on 
theme. At the time of this re- record, record, it was the second most played on Steam behind Counter-Strike Global Offensive. That's also known as CSGO. Uh, it is the fifth highest peak concurrent players of any game on the platform behind PUBG, Counter-Strike, Dota 2, and Cyberpunk 2000. Z- wait, 2077. I am dumb. This is the fastest growing game on Steam in the genre. And we have a friend of the show, Josh. Um, he may be in the chat as Jay Dalton. Um, let's just say he did the math on this. And Chris, how many copies did you say they sold? Like 300,000? No, they've already sold 3 million. They've sold 3 million at 19.99 a pop. Yeah, that'd be like $60 million worth of... uh, And and we ran the numbers through the calculator and that was a lot of money. Yeah. Um, I think the part that's also very important, like just to say like how successful this is, when Terraria... um, hit this mark right it was yeah. when basically they announced no more updates were coming to the game so it had like this all of a sudden spike of people going and saying oh let me try it out and it just quickly died down versus what is going on here where you have a brand new game in this genre never been released before doesn't have precedent and in three weeks it's gone from not known to now being the highest here you you just ask yourself what is this going to be like when it actually goes to you know full release and you have the final game and a bunch of people finally say well now that's out of early access i'll check this out well you um, say that but then like uh fortnite stayed in early access forever it true. still might be in early access i don't, I think I don't know Still says beta on it yeah, yeah something like that it's 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 insanity actually mm-hmm. um chris what about all digitalness? Yeah, the Game Developers Conference will be digital this year, according to manager Katie Stern. GDC will provide a familiar lineup of presentations from developers, the Game Developers Choice Awards, and the Independent Games Festival Awards ceremonies. The GDC Masterclass will be March 4th and 5th. It was started last year and provides hands-on training on challenges in the games industry. The GDC showcase will be March 15th to the 19th uh, and will be a free-to-attend digital event. It will feature lectures, Ask Me Anything sessions, uh, interactive panels, podcasts, and more. The traditional GDC 2021 will take place later this year, July 19th to the 23rd. That's awesome. Sound, it sounds, uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, the right. thing, the thing I always like about <laughs> it is the, the developer choice awards because it's up there and it's kind of more like the Academy awards. I, I would say within video games a lot, you know, they're a little bit more serious. They have a lot more categories, right. Um, that are really designed to honor different aspects within the industry, say versus, uh, the game awards, which are in their own right, but of course are more so about entertainment, right? Speaking to the fans and giving well, them that's because they got Jeff Keighley. Yeah. And he GDC was, does not have Jeff Keighley. No. So they don't have Hideo. So they had to cut back. Exactly. Yeah. So have we been asked yet to give the keynote at GDC? I keep waiting I would, for the call. I would totally do it. Yeah. Oh, is this where I tell there. you guys I've, I've got a gig on March 4th and 5th? Uh, you don't have gigs. It's the 15th through 19th. Um, that and we're not going to be. Are we going to be at the master class, John, or the showcase? I don't deal with master classes. 
No, definitely, definitely the July dates. It's yeah, just let's be honest. Uh, we're gonna um, we're gonna we're gonna go on now to what we call the final news piece of the week. Like this one was gonna be uh, close to John's heart, so John is going to read it. Chris, do you want to say finally this week in the in the you know the way I do the way the way the way this is the way. Finally this week. I don't know if that was my best one, but go ahead. It, it, it was lackluster, but it got the job done. That's what she said. John, read it. Ladies and gentlemen, Techland's light is dying. A report published by <gasps> The Gamer does not bode well for the state of the studio culture at Techland, which, is, which are impacting the creation of Dying Light 2. The report alleges a bullish autocratic tier of upper management and is resulting in staff quitting the project and the studio. The report has also compiled a number of testimonies from anonymous sources who currently work or have worked at Techland. Apparently the management is having a negative effect on both the morale and the workflow of its employees, which is slowing development and progression of the project. According to one testimony, quote, Whenever an expert starts advising things that are not aligned with the board's agenda, they slowly get isolated from the project and responsibilities. That leads to them leaving or eventually getting fired. To make a career at Techland, you have to be subservient, end quote. Guys? That was a testimony quote. Mm. That's crazy. You know how much I am just jonesing for this game. Yeah. Um, but either they fix these problems... Or, or the they game's just, never coming or, out. Or they just cancel the game. I don't yeah. want this game that I'm so looking forward to to be mired by all of this crap. I mean, yeah. I just don't understand in this day and age, in 2021, when this type of story is just, people are bloodthirsty for this type of story. Oh, They're yeah. after, without a doubt. The Jason Schreiers of the world are going after these things. Why aren't people at these game developing companies more self-aware yeah i just don't understand how tone deaf everybody is i'm sorry i shouldn't say everybody but people just keep getting busted for this stuff and i just don't understand it just be a decent human it's not indeed hard. yeah this if is I this is a decent human anybody can anybody, <laughs> if i could do it you can do it yeah this is bad for business man um I want I want for you for this to get fixed. Who knows if it's, you know, way on the inside that changes have to be made. Uh, but they need to be made because this is not good. Maybe. Uh, the first one was so amazing. It was so amazing. I mean, it was all right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what this first reminded me of when, especially reading the last part there, Konami and Hideo, like how that went down. It sounds yeah. like the same type of stuff where it's like, well, we don't like what you're saying. So we're just slowly going to isolate you out until you just don't feel like you have a choice to leave. And, yeah. you know, we don't, I know we hear a lot more about other issues going on with companies and that's fine. But like, yeah, they're not alone on this. It's just some of the ones where it does happen. It hasn't hit the bottom potential hit to the bottom line. Like this might like, I almost wonder if like, Phil Spencer read this story and then the meme of like the guy just sitting back rubbing his hands, you know, getting uh, anticipating like, yeah, there you go. Techland might be available. Maybe that would be a good thing for them. I don't know. Um, but I hope they straighten it out just so you can get a game, John. 
Yeah, this was announced um, a couple of years ago, right? Three E3s ago? Well, mm. technically two E3s ago, but three years ago. Mm-hmm. And it's just been delay after delay and then all this. I just, just, um, I'll, I'll fix it. I'll fix it. <laughs> it's going to be a re- repeat of, uh, what was it? Dead Island? What was it called? Yeah, Dead Island just just went under that kind of same mm. crap. Yeah. I don't know. It's got to be the zombies. Makes everybody crazy. Right. Possibly. Um, we don't, we keep, we keep rocking right here. Don't we, Chris? Yeah, we do. We just keep going. We don't get any, <laughs> we don't get any breaks or anything. We just go. See Sean. No, that's go, why the music go. is fading ooch, up, ooch, you know, ooch, ooch, and then ooch, we just ooch. do things and say, Hey Sean. Yeah. Do you want to wrap this up? Never, never bro. Electronic mail from the future. All the way from the year 3000. The year 3000. <laughs> uh, if you want to be cool, we do have a, and, and right into the show electronically, we do have ourselves a legitimate email address. That is weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And we got to kick us off this week. We got three, and we got three hosts, so we're all going to read one. Ha-ha, that's how that works. Math be hard, yo. I'm going to read... I'm going to read Mitch's. I picked. Go for I it. went first. I did it. So, if you want to be cool like Mitch, again, write us in, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. And Mitch says, what up, guys? What up? Uh, Mitch here again from Australia. First up, last week, I know you were a little confused when I said, stay ya. That was a typo. It was supposed to be Australia. And yes, that is what we say, kind of how Americans say America. America. <laughs> Makes sense. I got very excited when I heard your uh, deep, silky, smooth voice reading, my, reading out my email last week, Chris. So thankful. So thank you for that. Sorry. It really meant a lot to me. I can't stress enough how much I love listening to you guys every week. I look forward to it every week, as you all should. Let's be honest. Hmm. I got a Nintendo Switch at the end of last year and try to play it uh, as much as possible. I only really play um, Goaty Hades. Wow. All right. Wow, what amazing uh, game that is. All, uh, at least 30 runs and still not bored of it. Still just as fun as the first run. I also play a bit of Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. I love that game so much. The nostalgia is real. Uh, I played so much Smash Brothers on the 64. Uh, is there a way to unlock all the fighters? Or what's the best way to unlock all the fighters? It's called money. <laughs> and you, uh, you you pay it. Wait, I don't know, Chris. How do you unlock the fighters? You just progress is the he game? talking about the new one? If he's yeah. talking about Super Smash Bros, I think you have to, you can, it's either the number of fights you do or else it's progressing through the, uh, the single player. I could awesome. be wrong. Well, it's been well, forever. Tell you if you're if you're a member of the Discord channel, you can reach out to Acid Sugar, and he will tell you all things Smash that you need to do. He's That's I kind of sure. consider him the resident 
expert on Smash. Happy birthday, Acid Sugar. Ooh. It was your birthday week. Uh, he, he ends his email, Mitch does, and says, thank you again for everything you boys do. Stay safe, gentlemen, and keep doing what you do, and I'll keep listening every week. Game on, boys. Game on, Mitch. Game Mitch on, question, Mitch. Is Paul Hogan still a national treasure, or was he always or ever was a national treasure? Yeah, did that's we a, just like think question. here in America he was a national treasure, but really they're like, who cares about Paul Hogan? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you see, Sean, Paul Hogan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Crocodile Dundee, bro. I'm with you. That's a big that's knife. knife. That's a knife. That's a knife. <laughs> uh, but that's very cool. We got Australia, you know, t- tightened up. So, boys, I already got my fortune. Uh, I, I do that when I eat fortune cookies. I pick first, so you can't pick my fortune. I'll, now you boys uh, get to choose. Uh, yeah, Chris is up. Chris did it. Yeah, I'll go because I think I know the one that John probably doesn't want to read. Uh, next up, Strawberries for Life. I'm guessing is how that is supposed to be pronounced. Says you got he titled this Valheim. You guys gotta play this game. Quite possibly the best game I've played since Witcher Three. It's me. It's given me a gaming feel I haven't had since Skyrim. And probably the best bang and content for my bucks since Minecraft. Love listening to you guys every week. It's getting, uh, it's truly getting me through these pandemic times. And I'm so glad to hear Chris's dulcet tones again after his long break. Don't leave again, Chris. I'm going to try not to with Strawberry for life. <laughs> Thanks so it. much, Strawberry for life. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the name. <laughs> yep. Uh John, we got one more we're gonna read today, right? This from Eli. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. I'm very grateful because on your August 3rd on 2019, you talked about a lawsuit for Nintendo Joy-Con Drift, allowing for me to get mine fixed. I would also like for you to do, to do a new episode for Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 for the DLC. <laughs> and now that you have finished the campaign, uh First uh, off, great email, Eli. Uh, this is when we tell you uh, we haven't finished the campaign. And Sean, me, didn't know there was a DLC. Oh, there's a, Ouch. This, there's a good DLC for this. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like a good I like a good DLC. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's real funny because John, just the other day, out of the blue at work, sent me a message and he said, I'm looking at my copy of Ultimate Alliance. And I turned my head and said, I too am now looking at my copy. <laughs> of marvel's ultimate alliance 3 so and then you messaged me and i said i am not looking at my non-existent copy of marvel Uh, ultimate alliance 3 we we did switch up and uh the the talk became that we're gonna possibly play diablo 3 on switch together but hey maybe we'll play some marvel ultimate alliance who knows so who knows mean we've changed lives because we got someone money for the joy con drift uh lawsuit did it did it happen did no, you I, get Chris? Did you catch the check? For fixing. They just fixed it for him. Oh, well, good. Oh, that's saving okay. money in some degree, right? They could have made him have to pay for a new one, right? Instead, you got possibly. Uh, John, as he was giving advice uh, just a moment ago, he mentioned our Discord. Uh, it is the world's coolest and most bestest Discord ever. Uh, it's where all the Richards hang out. And if you want to be a part of that, it's very simple to get your invite and join. Uh, once again, shout out to Acid Sugar uh, for the for the amazing job that he does over there and creating our channels uh, anywhere from general all the way down to streaming, uh, topic times, news. 
And he recently added, where is it under? Somebody help me. I can't. Uh, oh, it's under Little Richards, and it's a title called Junk and Disorderly. He actually made that name up. Me and him were talking one day. And that one's meant to show off all of your nerd cool stuff you have, pops, collections, setups, like that aren't necessarily computers only, like toys and whatnot. I won't. Uh, but go ahead, Chris. I'm sorry. I won't post in there until I'm drunk and disorderly, and then I'll hold up like my Vader and things like that. And you're like, hey. Here it is, guys. Here's Vader. Here's my Vader. Uh, and normally we have a section f- under emails where um, we we use that and talk in the show about some things we may have posted over there. My computer's not refreshing because it still looks like the last one was on like 218 or 16. So just know that if you end up posting in that email section, I can and have the ability, if you want, to read it on air during the recording. Uh, and we're not done. We have also, we also have a Twitter page. We got the tweets going on, right? So if you want to follow us on Twitter, it's at Weekly Games Chat. I'm going to go now and check any possible mentions. Uh, we did get a little bit of uh, feedback um, from a, a, a thing last week. I did not run this by John. I don't want to bring it back up unless I talk to John. Uh, so we're going to leave that there. I think, yeah, that should be fine. Um, let's see if we have any direct messages. Cause of course with the Twitter, you can, you know, hit us up in the DMS. I sound like an old man when I talk like that. It's fine. Uh, Sean, you don't have to worry about running something by me. If you want to just hit it, it's fine. No, it's fine. We're good. We're good. But yeah, thank you. Cause I should know that you're awesome like that. You, uh, you know, you're very flexible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, we do got a new follow. I'm going to point out because this is kind of a, a, we're getting pretty long winded here on the show. Let's go ahead and, uh, let's try to button everything up. Uh, give a shout out to at gaming hacks, hacks, Ayard. hacksard, hacksard, Jim Duggan is following us. I'm just kidding. Uh, thank you for woo! the follow, following you back. Oh. Sorry, um, I did a woo. <laughs> yeah, you did. So, uh, to bring you all back around. Emails, Discord, Twitter. You guys know this. At Weekly Games Chat on Twitter. Discord, shoot us for an invite. Shoot us something, <laughs> a message for an invite. And then if you want to send an email, weeklygameschat at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. So there is that. Chris, your hat's up. Do you have uh, the, the, what you call it? This has been episode no no i mean two, oh. this is 296 i see it there i thought there was supposed to be some music going and i was gonna it is it's going right now okay. you know okay it's going i'm not i'm not gonna be a panicking andy uh thank you so much for downloading and listening to the show uh if you like us and you find us on a podcast place give us a good review five stars are the best four stars are the worst um as always i want to say you know game on to my boys chris and john john game on sean game on john Game on Sean, game on Chris. Uh, And we generally end the show with a catchphrase. And this is it. I say peace out, everybody. Your mom's box. Thug life.